Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi of the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 13, Episodes 7 and 8, Honey and Young Forever. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi Wiki summaries? Sure. And can I please preface with what the fuck? Because <laughs> I did not know any of this was going to happen. Yeah, okay. Well, let's read the summaries and we can discuss. Summary. I just got it. I had to get it out. Leo and Allie are starting to get really serious. Drew needs to visit camp for comfort. Maya puts an expensive dress on her mother's credit card to show up Zoe. I mean, all of those things happen. That is true. (laughs) All right. Part two. As summer comes to an end and Becky tries to understand the meaning behind an unexpected tragedy, she orchestrates an evening to remember. Drew also grieves over the loss of his brother. They're saying this like they're two unrelated things. Like, they're trying to be coy in the first part. They're trying to, like, not spoil it, but then they're like... By the way, Drew's brother died. Who's Drew's brother? I don't know. I don't know. Say his name. It's just the only one he has. <laughs> it's Dallas. <laughs> Claire receives good news. She's in remission and can leave the hospital, so she decides to help Eli make a memorial video for their fallen friend. And But she decided to do that before she was in remission. She was going to make that video regardless. Yeah, that's true. That wasn't like... They didn't make that video because of the first thing, which is how that sentence is framed. Also, there's, I mean, not to make light because I'm deeply sad about Adam, but like their fallen friend makes it sounds like he died more. <laughs> I know. It's just the phrasing of this yeah. that's odd. Also, final, obviously, this is the final appearance of Adam, but it's also the final appearance of Dave, who I actually literally forgot about until he showed up again in this episode. Yeah, and I wrote, I wrote down, oh, fuck, I totally forgot about Dave. <laughs> I always forget about Dave. Um, but yeah, so this is, I knew like two really big, I guess three really big spoilers about this generation of Degrassi. And the first one was that Claire got cancer. I think we both knew that. That was the only one I knew. And then I knew about, and then I knew about Adam. I did not know about Adam. And I knew, I knew about Adam and I knew it was like a texting and driving situation, but I didn't know any of the context. And then I know one more that hasn't happened yet. And then, otherwise, I'm in the dark. But I knew that you didn't know about this. No. So I was trying not to, like, say anything at the end of the last episode that we recorded. Because it was, like, a cliffhanger and Adam hit a tree and, oh, my God. Also, we saw each other, like, twice this week and talked about Degrassi and you held on to this information. I'm very impressed. I'm pretty good at holding on to spoilers. Um, And because I didn't know if you... I definitely hadn't watched the episodes yet when we saw each other. <laughs> no, I watched them last night. Yeah, I watched them yesterday. And so if we didn't really go into, like, the cliffhanger detail that much last week, I think it was partly because I didn't want to talk about it too much because I didn't want to spoil it for you. And I, I think, appreciate that. And I get, and I, you were probably just like, what the fuck is going to happen? Uh, Adam's so stupid he drove into a tree guess we'll explore the ramifications of that in the next episode without actually knowing what was yeah, going to happen I'm eating my fucking words now y'all <laughs> I know because we were like Adam you're being so stupid why would you do this and I was just trying not to be like this leads to your dem- your death but I mean I stand by he should have pulled over oh yeah 100% I stand by everything we said so if it seemed like we like weren't giving enough weight to the ending of the last episode it's because i didn't want to spoil it (laughs) and because i literally didn't know i had to give it any weight other than what the fuck are you doing yeah but also you guys what the fuck happened um i think jordan to what whatever her name is did not want to be on the show anymore (laughs) that's also i think when we were recording the first episode of the season with caitlin we were talking about how like adam's hair was a lot longer i was and we were both like "Mm, i think mm, i think there we know why that is because it's like that actress did like was like oh i'm growing my hair out i don't have to be a transgender person on tv anymore i'm growing my hair out so that's kind of how i knew i'm like oh this is gonna happen soon because adam's hair is longer (laughs) um that makes sense 
you guys, I'm like sad and conflicted. Yeah. It's like, I'm definitely, I mean, I want you to tell us about the songs, but I'm, I would we'll just like there. to, I just, I'm feeling differently about this than I am about Cam. And I don't want to come off as more like callous about this because I did like love Adam as a character. He was an amazing character. We loved Adam. But like, I feel like this was done more like, it, it's, it just it wasn't. It felt more like, oh, they don't want to be on the show anymore yeah. rather than like we did this we like thought about this and planned this out yeah because it did it definitely it just it didn't felt have really, the same weight it didn't have the same weight and it felt like a really like let's just brush this under the rug kind of a way to like get rid of adam yeah it was like it just it felt like there wasn't a lot of thought it felt like it could have been all. like a random plot line on glee or like when they killed off marissa like on the oc spoilers <laughs> spoilers for like a 15 year old show but like you know it was just kind of like well this person wants to leave and we have to get rid of exactly. them so it just it doesn't so when if we're like jokey we're not like making light of the death of adam torres because we love adam torres but we're like making light of the fact that Degrassi couldn't give this a little bit more time. Yeah. Yeah. It was too fast. It was so fast. It was like two episodes and like 15 seconds. Like it was just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Ugh. It was so annoying. It would have made more sense even if like Adam got into a car with like Dave or something and was like, Dave hadn't learned from his texting mistakes or like something. I don't, ugh, I don't know. It was so weird. And like the whole like freaking out and like texting while driving away felt like kind of out of character for Adam. Yeah, that's also true. Because Adam, even when Adam's been like in love, he's been like very rational. Like he's maybe misinterpreted some stuff and like he went way overboard with Fiona things, but he's, he's never, he's never been like risk my life right. irrational. He's always been for like impulsive and like does what he wants to do, but I don't, he's never been like careless. Yeah. This is much more like an Eli. Oh move. yeah. This is way more Eli than Adam. And I think that's another reason that I'm having trouble taking this with the same weight that I take Cam. Also because this. With Cam, it felt a lot more personal like, oh, yeah. for me and my yeah. personal life. But like, but also, like, man, I, I don't know. I feel like Degrassi didn't give like the demise of Adam Torres what he deserved. No. So when we're jokey, please don't get upset if we're joking, or get upset and tweet at us, whatever. But it's a, it's a criticism of the way that Degrassi it's handled this. It's a criticism this. of the writing, not that, not of like the way that he died yeah or like the severity of that or the fact that we loved adam as a character it just felt like kind of a throwaway yeah like like we need to get rid of him let's put him in a coma and then bye yeah it was like it was just like done way too lightly so it's like hard it's hard to take seriously it didn't feel as heavy as i feel like they wanted it to uh, i don't know but although i did cry twice yeah but also, like, this is stuff that happens suddenly, and that's how things happen in real life. So, I don't know. Maybe we're still, like, in denial and processing the death of Adam. Maybe. but Maybe I I'll, like, just cry, like, on Thanksgiving, and yeah. my dad will be like, what is happening? And I'll be like, Adam Torres, and he'll, like, not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I also already knew about it, so I think I also have had time to process it. And I'm pretty sure that the Degrassi fandom has, like mostly collectively been like adam deserved so much better than this he did he deserved so much better he deserved so much better honestly i just i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know what i have wanted for adam instead of because i know like as a person who likes the character i would have preferred that he like just like he got early acceptance to college or like moved to florida with becky or something well not florida who wants to live in florida (laughs) but like for the character or like even like just for like the show or like, like yeah, something or like taken more seriously because like they have medical medical better like medical assistance for transgender people at a hospital in like alberta or something and, and like a wants... big sweet goodbye or something yeah I mean, even like if they something. were gonna kill off the character like give it some more background some more time give us like this it's episode seven they could have built up to something yeah and they they didn't like, they like, built up to like a weird love triangle, and then they're like, and "Now it's tragic because also, he died." Also, they made him really unlikable the past, like this season. Yeah, he's like this whole season. Adam has been like it's deeply the thing unlikable. Where they make someone unlikable. 
so you're not if it's like the opposite of what they yeah, did I was, it, with like peter or, or with uh i don't know other people who have left it's what it's the opposite of what all tv shows do where they yeah. make someone really likable even if they were previously shitty to like so then you'll miss so them when they're gone exactly but and this like was the like the opposite of that they made him like i feel maybe the actress like pissed them off or something i don't know maybe it's like an izzy stevens situation that's on what Grey's I'm, anatomy that's what I'm thinking but they didn't even kill her no well they did they shonda did her even worse they're like we're not gonna kill you we're just gonna make you awful on the show and we're gonna make everybody hate you <laughs> pretty much i mean mission accomplished <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean i feel like they made adam like a less likable character for this entire season which is also why i'm like not as torn up as i feel like i should be about a character that i loved you know yeah like we've always been very pro adam like since day one he's always been like voice of reason funny sarcastic guy like calls eli and claire on their bullshit and then the and drew on his bullshit. He calls everyone's bullshit. And then this whole season, he's been like weird. Yeah, I mean, and this whole season, it, it was like six. He was in six episodes. I barely, I don't really, I barely count these two because he was in a coma in the first one, and like in a video in the second one. Yeah, and he was like, he only had six episodes, and he did not come off very well in the only six episodes that he was in, but. I don't know. I don't know. We should probably get into this. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about song titles? Yes. So episode seven is called Honey, which is a 1997 song by Mariah Carey. Oh, I remember. And I don't really know why it's this episode is called Honey. <laughs> um, I don't remember the lyrics of this song, but I don't know. Maybe it's like, oh... Oh, honey, you got in a car accident? I don't, I'm really stretching here. This one doesn't really make sense. I don't know. I'm reading some of the lyrics. When I'm dying for you, crying for you. So I maybe I'm crying. Yeah, but it's but this is definitely more like I want you and not like it could also be like a Leo and Allie thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which oh, we're going to we're going to get into it. <laughs> Fuck that. Um. Yeah. Leo giving a bad name to identical Frenchmen <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I uh, really hope my friend never listens to this podcast. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, listen. Both of your friends. <laughs> both of my friends that are dating the identical twin Frenchmen that don't know each other and aren't related. Yes. Um, and they, then... both, they both have very hot spouses. Like, <laughs> uh, this is not an insult. I'm just saying, y'all look the same. But episode 8 is called Young Forever, which is a 2009 song by Jay-Z. And this is really morbid because Adam will be young forever and everybody's memories because he died young and that's a big bad bummer. This one I get. Yeah, this one makes more sense. Um... Uh, That's pretty much it. Let's get into it. Get into it. Allie's lovesick. Jenna's unhelpful. I yeah. My first note is why are we starting out in Paris when without it ended last time? But apparently there are only three days left in Paris, so there's only three days left to this nonsense. Um, do we want to do fashion police? Yeah, I don't care for Jenna's flower pants in this scene. Me neither. Um, I love Winston's. This is my clone T-shirt, and I might <laughs> buy one. Um. Maya has rainbow heart converse. Of course she does. Uh, My, can I just say regarding Maya's fashion, it's like peak 2007, like kind of emo kid. But it's 2013. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little dated and I kind of love it. Yeah. I love the hat shopping montage that uh, Maya and Tristan have. Yes. I love that they keep referring to it as a clothing montage. Yes. It's like very (laughs) On purpose. It's something that we would do, I feel like. Yeah. Like, we would go shopping and be like, montage. 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 <laughs> um, Allie's yellow nails when she's having sex with Leo are horrible. I don't remember that. All I remember, all I all I noticed the whole time, I was like, oh, her nails are yellow. yellow. That's a, it's a weird color choice for nails. Mm-hmm. Um, Maya's green dress. I originally thought, like, the white parts were, like, cutouts and were going to be her skin which was gonna be but a little they were risque. just white <laughs> it looked great she looked great yeah and um Allie's sparkly dress in that scene yeah. I even liked and Jenna looks amazing everyone looked really good still love Tristan's hair me too um okay Eli it's 
this is a little bit like probably shouldn't be focusing on this part in the funeral scene, but Eli looks amazing in his all black suit. I think I just stopped taking notes once Adam died, like about fashion. I probably like I had thoughts and then I was like, uh, I don't know. Also, Connor looks really good at the funeral. Connor looks good eternally. But his like suit. That glow up is starting to become very evident. I like Eli's jean jacket. Uh, even Dallas's flannel that he wears is Adidas, and Claire wears that long <laughs> wig. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Yep. That's all I have. Dallas, as a human, is sponsored by Adidas. Yeah, his his child exclusively wears Adidas tracksuits, which I love. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, they're in Paris, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Eli's like, "Leo's the only guy who's ever loved me back who doesn't have a kid." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure Dave loved you back, but..." It just still ended. And I'm also, pretty sure Johnny still loved Johnny you back. Johnny and Marco loved her back. But it like, but like, it's just like those just, those two things ended and that's the difference. Also, you've known Leo for four days. Calm down. And. You do not know him. You do not love him. And Apparently then, Dallas is still texting her. Yeah, apparently. And also, then. Also, why is she assuming that Dallas loves her? I don't know. Allie is like, I love Allie, but Allie's a lunatic. (laughs) She truly is. Uh, But then they get a text from Claire about Adam, and it's a bummer. But it turns out he's in a coma as of this episode. Oh, also Jenna's like, you should talk to Leo about doing long distance, which is never a good idea. Yeah, but they talk about it. (laughs) Um but then we're at the hospital, and just poor Drew and poor Audra and poor the dad who actually makes an appearance here. Um, and then oh, I forgot about the dad. And then I don't know. They're at the hospital, Ugh. and they're like, "Adam needs surgery. It's scary." And Drew says, "Adam's a fighter," and, I, and that's when I'm like, "Oh, I'm sad now." And then. Oh, yeah, and then we're with Allie, and she's, like, trying to talk to Leo about the long-distance thing, and he just assumes she wants to, like, break up. He's like, oh, you're leaving soon. Okay, I guess you want to break up. Bye. And it's like, okay. Which now I'm like, yeah, you should have just you should have like, just let Whoa. that happen. Um, also, this is, like, the second time where he's, like, jumped to the conclusions and doesn't let her respond and then walks away. <laughs> Which is a red flag. Yeah. Yup. Um, but then... Oh, and then we find out that these undeserving children are going to a Michelin-starred restaurant for, like, their last hurrah in France. And I'm like, nobody here deserves this. Nobody here even knows how to speak French. No one, except for Miles. Except for Miles. And maybe Winston. I don't know. Um, Yeah, but they're, like, in class, and I think Zoe's, like, making fun of Maya's fashion or something. Which is kind of fair. And <laughs> this is when Tristan is like, Let's go on a shopping montage and we'll get something fancy to wear for the dinner. Yes. Also, Zoe does the Regina, George, and Mean Girls thing where after immediately when she's done talking to Maya, just to like rub it in her face, she turns to Miles. I get confused with all these names. Yeah, I'm so they're sorry. all very similar. She turns to Miles and she's like, you look so hot like that. And he's like, like what? And she's like, I don't know. (laughs) And it's like very clearly just to like annoy Maya. Yeah. Um, But then we're at the hospital and we find out that Adam totaled the van. And because, oh, Claire is talking to Allie on the phone. Yeah. And Claire wants, Claire's like, here's my update, whatever. Just talk to me. I want to live vicariously through your Paris life. And then Allie's like, hey, I talked to Leo and it went weird and blah, 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 but I want to do long distance and, but I don't know. And then Claire's like, basically like, say is the day. Tomorrow is tomorrow, Allie's problem. Don't think, just have fun. Which is good advice and also not very clear, but I'm on board. Yeah. Like, I think, but I, but I like that. You know, I don't like the, you should plan for your future with this guy you've known for a week because that's fucking insane. Yeah, I think. But I do like the like, sorry, I do like the whole like, enjoy your last three days. Yeah, I think that was the main message that Claire was. Claire was like, while you're there, there's no reason you shouldn't have fun. Like, just focus on these three days. I don't, Claire still doesn't like, I don't think she still is like, you should plan for your future. She's very much focused on like. Live in the now, because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Totally. But Allie takes that as, figure out long distance. Yeah, because Allie's brain is broken. She's extra. Someone hurt her, and it just didn't stick. I don't know. Yeah. And Adam, so then we we find out that Adam is, like, just barely in surgery, and the Torres fam is on edge, and Drew decides to go back to camp 
just like to distract himself basically because Adam's going to be in surgery for hours. Um, and then Allie. Wait, can oh, I ask you a question God. about the surgery thing? Yes. Okay. Maybe this is just because we watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Adam is this injured, like bleeding out. Why is he like checked into a full room and not just like in like a trauma thing, like being rushed into surgery as Maybe soon as possible? Maybe he was initially rushed into surgery and then they had to like go back in and we just didn't get that context. Okay. But I don't know. That's like what I would assume. But maybe it's because we watch way too much Grey's Anatomy yeah. and that's how we're that's how we think hospital scenes need to be shot and discussed. I've, I've, I've been watching a lot of ER lately and uh, I've just been I've like... I've noticed that on my Hulu. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of ER and I've been like criticizing the like 90s versions of things because I'm like, that's not how they do it on Grey's Anatomy <laughs> and it really annoys my friend. <laughs> um, but also, it was the 90s. Maybe it was different or maybe they just didn't fact check as much or maybe Grey's Anatomy still is not that accurate. I mean, I'm sure it's not totally accurate. I'm sure they make up a ton of shit on that show. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's so good. It's so good. Um, Holland and I are the last people in existence still watching Grey's Anatomy. It's like me and Holland and my My friend mother. Michelle watches it, too. And Michelle and my mom. <laughs> yeah. My mom and I talked on the phone on Friday night just about the latest episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, are you caught up? Mm-hmm. We can talk about it after the show. Perfect. <laughs> um, but anyway... Allie, okay, then this is when Allie, like, comes over to Leo's apartment, and it's extremely dramatic, and she, he opens the door, and she screams, you didn't fight for me, and he's in a towel, and nothing else, and she's like, who answers the door like that? Leo, apparently, and then she's like, you didn't fight for me, blah, 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 but now I've been assigned an art project to draw what I most love about Paris, and I chose you, so you have to spend time with me, blah, blah something and then they like start kissing and then they have sex and i'm like this is so dramatic i'm like i could not care less about this plot line like this is i i have not cared about this relationship basically mostly the whole time yeah it was cute like at first and then i'm like oh god okay this is a lot yeah um it was very cute at first and i really liked riffing on how he looks like every other french guy (laughs) i know but i'm done now (laughs) um seriously i just want to if if it wasn't like very uncool i would pull up photos of these people so you guys can see that they all look like the same guy (laughs) just side by side with leo it's also just entirely possible you've only interacted with a small number of french people why do they all look like the same guy (laughs) i don't know i don't know um but then Okay, then we have the hat shopping montage, and Tristan is like, okay, I know you like Miles, but it's okay. I give you my blessing. I'm like, damn, Tristan's being really cool about this. Well, he's also like, you saw him first, (laughs) which is fair. And he's also probably like, he's also not gay, so like, there's no use in me being hung up on a straight person, because that's not good for anybody. Oh, and I love this part. So they're talking about how they're going to buy, like, fancier clothes. And Maya's like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we came in, like, designer clothes, whatever. And then they, Tristan sees this dress in the window, and he was like, you would look amazing in this. And she's like, I cannot afford that. It's like $500. And he's like, no, it's like $5,000. <laughs> he's like, you have a credit card. And she's like, yes, yeah, just for emergencies. And she goes, don't say this is a fashion emergency. And he goes, this is a fashion emergency. And then I laughed because I was like, I love these guys. And then he's like, just buy it and return it. And your mom will never even see the charge. Um, Which is never something that ends well on TV. Mm-mm. But I feel like this, this did. This was fine. This was fine. We had a scare. But then I was like, wait. Was it just water then? I don't know. No, it was what definitely it? wine. Yeah, but or it's like, like but or like, like grape juice. It's fine, I guess. Uh, I guess they got a tide to go stick. About, I don't yeah. know. Um, I need a tide to go stick. But then we fucking have this like under the covers shot of Leo and Allie. My only note is Allie's nails are yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but then they get like then his grandparents just like walk into his apartment and i'm so deeply the party it's confused confused <laughs> confused me further about leo's living situation yeah i'm like why can they just walk in do they pay for the apartment is it their apartment that he's just like staying in like do they are they rich and like have an apartment in the city that he's allowed to use because he goes to school in the city like what is do what they are the also logistics of the apartment do they also live there but whenever ali's been over he's organized it so they're out of the house at but the it time it also looks like a studio 
Or his have bed we just, is like right there. Have we just not seen the rest of the apartment and they made a little Why extra would his space for him? Bed just be there. Well, they might have their own like rooms in the back and he just like has like has a, a bed in the living room. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I've had people stay on my couch for like three months but during it's like school. A full-size bed with like a know. bedside table. It, like, it looks like know. a studio. I'm just saying there are options. Okay. And I'm still unclear on what the real one is. <laughs> um,. But then we are back at the summer camp. Oh, but we do find out he's in college. So right. at least that clears yes. up age range a yes. little. Um, Drew is back at the camp and he wants to be there for the last day of camp and as a distraction, basically. Which Dallas doesn't really get. But Imogen, like, she's she's like an empath. She yeah. picks up on it right away. And she's like, I totally need help because Colton's a nightmare. Let's do this. Yeah. Also, I love Colton. I love Colton's Colton. my favorite character on Degrassi. <laughs> But then we're back with the grandparents and they're like having an awkward like wine and cheese time. They're like, Allie isn't eating the cheese. What's wrong with her? Yeah. Honestly, extremely French. My my friend (laughs) who's married to the French guy, like when they were just engaged and she was living in in Paris, she spent like a fair amount of time with her mother-in-law and her mother-in-law was like extremely critical of how she cuts cheese. Oh, gosh. It's like. It's a big fucking deal out there. <laughs> All right, I guess. She, she was like, she was like, I had to learn how to cut cheese properly because I was doing it wrong, apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and then they, and then they ask like point Blake, "Are you in love?" And then uh, Allie is like, "Yes, I understand that word. Amor, we are in love." Or uh, she says like, "Yeah, we are in love." I'm like, "No, you're not. No, you're not. You've known each other for like a week. Her French is so bad that it's it hurts so my feelings." Bad. And then. Her grandparents are like, you remind me of us. And she's like, what are they saying? Because she doesn't speak French. She doesn't fucking speak French. And apparently his grandparents have like a beautiful like love story where they met like once and they're from different countries. Like, but it was during the war. And after the war was over, the grandpa like went back to find the grandma and like proposed or something. I don't know. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. And much more romantic than whatever the fuck is happening with Allie and Leo. Seriously. And then Allie has to go and Leo's like, wait, I'm transferring to Toronto, you. And it's, it's like, like, what? When did he have, what? What? This is, it's, this whole thing is insane. It's Honestly, so if I met a guy in another country, I don't care how sure I am. If they were like, I'm uprooting my life to go follow you. I'd be like, that's psychotic. That's I have insane. to change my address. I have to move. I'm going to move to a different country just to get away from how crazy that is. God. Like, Sorry, I'm just going to keep bringing up my friend who married the French guy because it's relevant. (laughs) Like, even, like, them, when they met, there was, like, immediate spark. Like, he went back. He was going to, like, school in Canada. He went back to school. She did not stop talking about him. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, you don't even know each other. And she's like, I know, I know. We're just, like, I'm just, we're just going to be friends. And they were. They, like, wrote letters and Skyped for, like, years. They Like, after a year, they started visiting each other. But they were, like, were not even an official thing for, like, a year and a half. They, wow. like, really took their time to get to know each other because they were, like, we get we're it. Strangers. <laughs> we're strangers. We're strangers. We met at an exciting time and we're figuring out how to speak each other's language so we don't always understand each other. And we have to, like, figure out how, like, our feelings actually work because they're rational humans. Yeah. Allie's a lunatic and Leo is worse. And they're in high school. Well, yeah. she is. And he's, like, a little bit older than that. They're children. Um... But, yeah, he's like, by the way, I'm transferring. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Insane. Um, But then we're at the dinner and Maya is, like, super, like, being very careful about her dress. Which Zoe clearly picks up on because Maya's not subtle. Yeah. And then Miles is impressed. And then Miles is like, wow, you look great. And then she does. And then Zoe is like, oh, you think that? And then she, like, spills shit on her on purpose. Because Zoe is a bitch. Yeah. She's and it's also very a word I'm not going to say on, on the podcast purpose. anymore. <laughs> um, but then we're back at the camp and we see that Colton made a get well soon card for Adam and gives it to Drew and it's very sweet. And but Drew is like not focused and like super freaking out. And then Dallas is like, let's go back to the hospital. I'll go back with you, which is very nice. Yeah. And then we are back at the dinner and Jenna's wearing that or Allie's wearing that sparkly dress and Jenna... And then she's like, he's transferring to Toronto U. And Jenna's like, what the fuck? That's really fast. What is going on? Which, yeah, Jenna, 100%. Oh, and they got there and the teacher was like, I'm docking you 20% because you're late. Because, yes. And then Leo, like, goes over to her and, like, speaks to her in French and somehow talked her out of, like, getting in trouble. Which, what? I'm like, okay. 
Um, he's like, I just told her it was my fault. I'm like, that still doesn't. Okay, whatever. Who cares? And then we are. And then I don't. Oh, like, we're back Miles with Maya and Tristan. And Zoe are like gone. And Tristan is like, she's just mad because he knows she knows that Miles likes you or something like that. Oh, yeah. They like come back from the bathroom and her dress looks fine. Right. It's just like wet. Yeah. They were like, we're, so that's going to be fixed. So that's why I was like, was it water? But it looked like purple stuff in her glass. I'm confused. Maybe I don't they know. got it out right away. Maybe they did. Maybe it was enough. Maybe time. they got some club soda. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then Miles and Zoe come back and Zoe's at a different table and she's crying and Miles like, so we broke up because Zoe sucks. And then he's like, Zoe has the crazy idea that I'm into you. And Tristan's yeah. like, oh, yo, okay, crazy idea. <laughs> um, Tristan's face and my face were the same in that moment. Yeah. And then we're, of course, at the bridge with all the locks on it and Leo and Allie are putting a lock on that bridge. I can't remember what it's called, but I know it's not there anymore because they like, the city was like, you can't fucking do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think people have found a different bridge in Paris and they're just doing it there now. I don't remember. Nah. Um, but then, then we're back. Oh, and then oh, no. they're no. doing the lock in the bridge and, and then her phone goes off and she looks at it and he's like, who is that? And she's like, it doesn't matter. And he's like, if it doesn't matter, then I'm going to take it. Do not take someone's Ugh, phone out of their so hands. Stupid. As soon as that happened, I was like, red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. And he like freaks he out when he out. it's from Dallas. He's like, you have another boyfriend? She's like, no, no. I like, no, I don't. And then he like, he gets really aggro and scary and like holds onto her arms and like won't let go. And it's scary. And then he like runs away. She's like, stop it, stop it. And then he like storms off and it's very scary. Just red flag alert. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so I guess he's maybe he's not gonna transfer to Toronto you, but we never really hear I'm like, is this gonna come oh, back? No, I think it's gonna come back because at the end of the episode he was texting her. Oh he was? Yeah. Oh, I don't it was remember a thing. That. It was a thing. I wrote it down. Okay, well we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um and then well then the next scene we're like finally leaving Paris and Allie is like actually injured and Jenna's like, wait, what why are you hurt? What happened? And Allie's like, we got into a fight. Leo got mad. It was totally my fault. And Jenna's like, are you hearing yourself? This is stupid. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You guys, I, except for when she sings, I'm loving Jenna. I love Jenna so much. We've um, made a real U-turn on We Jenna. really have. Well, Jenna's made a real U-turn as a person. Honestly, having that baby is the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. And then, but Allie is like, but she's still like, I can't wait to get out of Paris immediately. Also, this is when we find out that they successfully returned the dress and Tristan's like, sleep with one eye open because Zoe's like dagger eyes at Maya. So wait, then what does he text her? Because I totally missed that part. Oh, no, it's it's not the end of this episode. It's the end end of of the next episode. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. I guess I was not paying attention. Okay, there was a lot of other stuff going on. But she's like, I'm ready to leave. And I'm like, at least she knows that it's bad and that they're broken up and isn't trying to get back together with him because that would be psychotic yeah um and then we're back with drew uh, and dallas in the hospital room and they're decorating it with cards and one of colton's cards is like really gory (laughs) and dallas is like that kid needs therapy yeah drew's like actually adam would love this let's put it next to his bed and then his parents come in and everyone's crying and they do that thing in buffy where there's no sound yeah and they the parents just look so sad and then it's like oh we know what happened they don't say anything but it's like adam definitely did not survive the surgery <coughs> oh sorry and i'm just like oh poor drew and his cards and he had everything set up and it's so sad and, and dallas, dallas just, just kind of like backs out of the room and is like um i don't know what to do I'm gonna let the family have their time but also holy crap yeah, also, I'm feeling for Dallas, like, I'm obviously feeling so much for Drew and his family, but I'm feeling for Dallas in this moment because he's had two significant losses because he was very close with Adam. Yeah. And for someone so young, he's had two significant losses, like, back to back. I know. Oh, poor Dallas. Uh, poor everybody. Poor everybody. God. But then episode eight starts and it's we're immediately at the funeral and. Oh, Becky. It's so sad. And everyone's so sad and, and Bianca's then, like this is bullshit um and then or I think Becky's like he's closer to Jesus now uh, she's, or she's, she's, like she that. says I guess Jesus wanted him close and Bianca who is eternally my fave says what a stupid thing to say yeah and walks away and I was like praise Bianca 
And then Becky's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And, is, and like immediately feels bad. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, if you say those things to comfort yourself, fine, great, whatever gets you through. Like everyone deals with things and grieves in different ways. Right. But like you probably shouldn't say that kind of thing to someone else who's grieving because it's like they don't want to hear stuff. Even if it's a positive thing, like just be like, I'm here for you. Like that's the most you can do. Or like I'm also sad. Yeah, but I, to be fair, I'm sure that Becky is usually used to being around people who, like, think the same things as she does. That's and it's true. probably just, like, a gut instinct for her to be like, well, he's close. Maybe Jesus just wanted him closer. Because it's, like, that's, like, where her mind automatically goes. And usually when she's talking about, like, faith and stuff, she's usually probably surrounded by like-minded people. And That's as soon- a really fair point. And as soon as she says that, she realizes, oh... Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I should go over and apologize. Like, immediately wants to, like, make things right because she doesn't want to make anything worse for anybody. Yeah. And then she goes over to her, to Bianca and Drew, and is like, hi, I'm sorry. Like, I I shouldn't have said that. I'm just, I'm just, like, looking for any answer, and that was where I went. And then Drew was like, it's your fault that Adam died. He was texting you when he crashed into the car. And I'm like, this is unfair, but I get why you're mad, because you're just looking for somebody to blame. And I'm just, yeah. I just feel so bad for Becky this entire episode. Me too. Um, And Del's like, come on, I'll take you to the reception. And Becky's like, I don't think I'm wanted. Which yeah, is fair. which is sad. Poor Becky. And... Then Jenna and then Jenna and Allie and Connor are like walking together and they see Becky and Jenna is just like the best fucking friend ever forever and I always and I love her so much and she goes over to Becky and is like hey what's going on are you going to the memorial and Becky's like I don't think I'm wanted there and she's like all right well let's all we can go do something together I can't remember if this is when like the bonfire was proposed yeah. um, Becky is like do you guys know how to make a bonfire yeah. And they're going to, like, do something else. And much like people doing something else, Claire and Eli are going to make a memorial video. Yeah, well, yeah, we we go to the hospital, and poor Claire, like, has to stay there, and she couldn't go. And she's, like, trying to write something on, like, face range. And Eli comes in, and she says, how do you say goodbye to someone who changed your life? Which was very sad. Yeah, because he was such a big part of their lives. And, and then Eli kind of... Gives her the rundown on the funeral and how it didn't feel like Adam. It was gloomy and that's not him. And then this is when they're like, we should make a memorial video that like captures who Adam was as a person. It's very on brand. Yeah. Um, And then we're at the memorial and Bianca brings Drew some food. He's in the basement. She she, Okay, this is maybe we're we're kind of in a serious zone and I'm going to take it out of there a little bit. But she's like, I brought you your favorite egg salad. Whose favorite is egg salad ever? Nobody's favorite sandwich is ever egg salad. That is disgusting. No, although I think I really liked egg salad when I was a kid. I don't think I've ever. I liked it when I was a kid. Eggs and mayonnaise. I can't imagine it now, but I liked it when I was a kid. But also, I feel like Drew has the taste buds of a child. (laughs) True. Um, And then, and Dallas is there, and then Imogen and Dave come down, and they do not know what to do. And I wrote, oh my god, I legit forgot about Dave. (laughs) Same. Dave is the worst at this. Apparently, it's his last episode, too, so. He is the fucking worst at this. Yeah. But they couldn't not have him in it, because he and Adam had the show together, and and Adam was so close. Yeah. And and at least Imogen can admit, she's like, I'm not good at this. I'm really sorry. I'm doing my best. And Dave is like, Anything interesting happen to anyone this summer? And I was like, Dave, Dave. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, and Drew just, like, cannot deal. He's like, I just want to go be by myself. Um, but then we're back in the hospital, and Claire and Eli are watching, like, old footage of Adam, and it's really sad. Um, but then Claire's doctor comes in and is like, guess what? Your CT scan came out. Or is it her mom? I think her it's her mom, mom comes in, yeah. And it's like, your CT scan came back clean. You're in remission. I was like, fuck, that was fast. This was an immediate turnaround. It was like the entire, it was like the summer. Yeah. I was like, is that realistic? I don't know. I am not a doctor, but it felt very fast. It did feel very fast. Um, But then, yeah, because the school hasn't even started yet. She like found out at like graduation time and then school still hasn't started. This was like. Only a couple of months. This is a very fast turnaround. It was very fast. Um, 
But, but Eli, who's a sweetheart, is like, because Claire is very conflicted. And he's like, it's okay to be happy. Yeah. Um, But then Bianca goes and finds Drew. And she's like, I'm here if you need me. I just want to help. And Drew, now Drew is, thinks that he he's the person to blame for Adam. He's like, I saw him. I should have done something. I should have. It's just all like regret, regret. And, and bargaining, and it's really sad. It's and it it's so hard to be trying to comfort someone who's going through like an insurmountable amount of grief. Yeah, because you know he he lashes out at Bianca and is like, she's like, come to the bonfire. It could be good for you. And he's like, is it going to bring my brother brother back? Which yeah. is so sad. But like he's lashing out at her when she's just trying to help. And I've, like, I get it. I've been there. It's really hard to be the person comforting someone who's dealing with some, especially if you know kind of what they're going through. Like, it's impossible because they're going to lash out at you because you're the closest one and you're the one they're most comfortable with. And it's just what you're going to have to fucking deal with. And it's the hardest, like, other than being the person going through it, it's so hard because you're just like, I understand that you're going through a thing, so I just got to kind of sit back and take it and hope you, like, get your shit together for a minute and realize that you're being horrible. And just, like, be there. Just just continuously just be like, I'm here. Even if you want to be shitty to me, I'm here. I'm just going to be an emotional punching bag. Like, <laughs> yeah. Up to a certain extent. Up to a certain extent, and then you kind of got to lay down the law. But... Yeah, it's really hard. I feel like I feel so bad forever in this episode and I feel for Bianca because I like out of everyone like in this, I've related to her role the most. So it was just like it was so hard for me to like watch her even for like a little bit just be this like emotional punching bag for yeah. Drew. It's like, oh, man, I just. I'm sorry, Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> feel you, girl. Um, But then we're at the park and there's so many streamers up. Everyone, like, it Becky. It looks beautiful. It looks really good. Becky can throw a bonfire, man. I want Becky to throw my next birthday party. <laughs> I want Becky to throw my eventual potential wedding. If I ever <laughs> lose my mind and get married, I need to call upon Becky Baker <laughs> to plan my super cheap but nice wedding. Um, it's going to be tweet as hell. But there's, like, streamers everywhere. It's Becky, Jenna, Allie, and Connor, right? Like, setting up the bonfire, and yeah. Becky... It's a des- weird group. I love it. Becky decides to leave an empty chair out for Adam, which, and... Honestly, I which honestly... I think makes sense. I'm like, I thought that was nice. Yeah. She was like, is that weird? Is that stupid? And they were like, no, but it's creepy. I'm like, no, it's not. I thought it made a lot of sense. I'm like, it was, it's a memorial. I thought yeah. it was really sweet, but Becky's, like, definitely spiraling. Yeah. And she's like, uh, no one's gonna show up. Like, ugh. She's just, everyone hates me. She's just feeling all of the hate from everybody. That is really undeserved. And just, she's just feeling really insecure about the whole thing because it's like, she's in like a really shitty situation. Yeah. Um, And then we're back with Claire and Claire's like pushing back on going to the bonfire and she's making all these excuses about how her immunity is still low, et cetera, et cetera. And Eli, who sees right through all of this is like, okay, what's the real problem? And this makes me so sad. Claire was like, you know, Adam got me through this summer. Yeah. Like, Adam was the bulk of what got me through this summer. How do I face everyone when I lived and he died? Yeah. And that's, like, just fucking twist the knife. Seriously, just my heart just dropped to the floor. I was like, oh, God. And then Eli is like, Adam wouldn't have wanted us to be sad or angry or guilty. We should go to this bonfire and celebrate his life. No one's going to, like, be mad at you for being alive right now. People need good news. Yeah. And then and then we're at the bonfire, and Becky's like, Nova's going to show up. And then every, and then lots of people start yeah. to show up. And oh. it's very nice because everybody and loves Adam. It was so sweet. And and before they realize that everyone comes, Becky is, like, fully spiraling, trying to take the, down the banner. And she's like, I wanted this to be worthy of Adam, which I thought was really yeah. sweet. I really, until the very end, I really did like them together. I did too. Until Adam started until being Adam weird. Was being stupid. He was being weird this season, man. Ugh. I hate that Degrassi did this to me. I know. Did this to him. Did this to him. Did this to us. <laughs> um, but then, and then Claire and Eli show up, and everyone's like, "Yay, you're here!" And Eli's like, "Don't touch her. She her, She's still weak." I am the hug proxy. Which I thought was very sweet. Hugs Allie and she's like, this is weird. Yeah. But Allie and Dallas are talking. Bianca and Becky make up and hug. 
But and, then, meanwhile... Oh, poor Drew. Drew... Oh, and she's like, I'm in remission. And they're like, yay, we needed good news. Um, but then Drew was, like, roaming the streets and is, like... He fought and like he pulls up his phone and pulls up face range and goes to also Adam, now that we went that. to Toronto I recognize I Toronto know, I was like ooh it looks like Toronto yeah. they like filmed that on the real streets of Toronto yeah, yeah I was I know. really impressed me too <laughs> now that we've been there I'm like, been I'm like I'm like oh I recognize this <laughs> I'm like hey, it looks like a street we want to walk down um and then he like pulls up face range and then he sees that Claire posted the Adam video. He really needed this. It's like Ugh. it's very Adam, it's very sweet. Yeah. He's talking about how much he loves Becky and how lucky he is. And I think Drew is like it's it it's definitely cathartic for Drew. Yeah. And then we it's cut cathartic for us. Yeah. And then we cut to the bonfire and then everyone there is watching the video like on a big screen. And poor Becky is just like She's like, what am I going to do without you? I love you so... She's, like, talking to Adam and is like, what am I going to do without you? I love you so much. And I'm just like, uh, I'm Becky. This is when I was, was crying. Me too. Um, and then Drew finally arrives and, and Dallas he- greets him with a big hug. They're best friends. And... Then fucking Jenna sings, and Ugh. I'm like, why? But I, sure. Like, I love her, but <laughs> goddammit, Jenna, why are you ruining this moment? <laughs> and then... Drew is like, I think someone says like how like it's a good way to say goodbye to Adam and Drew's like, I'm not going to say goodbye because he'll never be gone. He'll always be like here with me. And then he goes over to Becky and like thanks her for putting on the bonfire and apologizes for being shitty earlier. And he's like, and then he's just like, what are we going to do? Because they're probably like two, the two people at this bonfire who are like the most affected by this, I guess. And then she's like, I guess we make Adam's death mean something. And it was just it's so sad. So sad. Drew's thing made me cry, too. And then they let the lantern go. And I right. was like, oh, my God, my entire fucking heart. When did the text message happen? Oh, it was um, it was right before they talked to Jenna when it's Allie and Connor are uh, not right before they talked to Jenna. When Allie and Connor and Jenna are coming out of the funeral, it's oh. right before they talk to Becky. I forgot to mention it. Oh. It's right before they talk to Becky and Allie's phone goes off and Jenna looks over and she's like, is he still texting you? And Allie's like, mm. and I was like, no, girl. Ugh, I'm not looking forward to where this where that goes. Me neither. But anyway, then that's the end of end of the episode. They released the lantern, and it's really sad. And I can't believe that Adam's dead. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but like, I didn't. What the fuck? I didn't. The Holland opened the door to her apartment, and the first thing out of my mouth was, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Yeah, I already knew about it." <laughs> I did not. Spirit Squad. Becky. Yeah, I'm going Becky. Fucking Becky Baker. Becky Baker. Um. Shit Living up to the Baker weird. name. <laughs> I'm finally like not mad at sharing a last name with her. <laughs> yeah, ship. Luke, does I'm feel still weird. like ship. Hard I don't pass on Luke. I don't really feel like doing a ship this episode. Me neither. Um, all right, it's not Allie and Leo. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Fucking Jesus Christ! Actually, no. I'm I'm just uh, sure I'm gonna I'm gonna do. I hate it. I hate that I love it, but I gotta say it. I'm kind of feeling my end miles. Really? So sorry. I don't like it. I'm so sorry. Degrassi's manipulating my emotions <laughs> again like they always do. Uh, I feel like that's not... I don't know. I'm going to eat my words one day, <laughs> as I usually do. That's the problem with podcasting is that you guys can call us out on it. Speaking of which, grape Grapevine. We've gotten a million tweets about how Apparently- we... Miles' hot plaid shirt guy from the reunion. And everyone, everyone's like, do you not remember the Degrassi reunion episode? And of course we don't. As we were watching it, we were like, we're not going to remember any of these people's names. We, I feel like we've said multiple times, we barely remember any of the characters in the reunion who were not from the original seasons of Degrassi. Yeah. It was also it was probably, like two years it ago. It was a long time ago. Also, it's probably better that we don't remember it because spoilers, probably. Yeah, we're going to have to rewatch it. Yeah. Oh, God. When, whenever we get to fucking next class. TBD. Yeah. Um, also, I think the only other thing was we got an email from, let me pull it up, from kirsten and we'll post this photo but it's it's literally just a picture (laughs) (laughs) 
of string cheese with Miles' face on it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. We're going to tweet it. I love it. We'll tweet it and, and we'll Instagram yeah. it out. It's the best. It's incredible. Um, so check our social media. Um, but that's everything that we have. If you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. Oh, and you can follow... Sorry, I just got invited to my friend's birthday party on Facebook and I was reading the invite. Um, Not paying attention, as always. <laughs> listen, I'm getting better about it, okay? Am I? I don't know. At Kel Sucks, with the Z at the end, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Holland, what do you want to recommend to the beautiful, magical humans? Um, I'm going to recommend a YouTube account that I've been kind of binging over the last couple of days. It's this girl called Karolina Zabrowska. It's Polish. Sorry. Um, but she basically does all these videos on like fashion history and she's really into vintage clothing and she actually makes a lot of her own clothing and she'll do like get ready with me, but she'll do like get ready with me 1808 edition. And then as she gets ready, she kind of like gives rundowns on like the history of fashion and why, like what each piece means and like to the time period it's really interesting i discovered her because she like a video of hers popped up in my recommended where she like was tearing apart those like a hundred years of fashion videos that like all those like women's magazines and buzzfeed and stuff do and she's like like none of this stuff is accurate if you're going to do this be accurate if you knew fashion if you knew the history of the time period you would know that like their hair wouldn't look like this or those shoes are modern shoes like fun fact when people do these videos they'll throw in modern shoes like high-end modern shoes and it's like sneak advertising and stuff like that so it's really really interesting interesting. so that's what i'm gonna recommend uh i'm gonna recommend a band they're called iron chic uh iron spelled like iron chic spelled like c-h-i-c uh they are good like kind of pop punk kind of real punk kind of (laughs) whatever like a real solid in between leaning more on the punk side um but yeah that's all i got cool um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today thank you as always to jay for our wonderful theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye panthers bye panthers